0: hi everyone welcome again to project daybreak the project where we're talking about the upcoming talents all around the world now we have a new talent from overseas but I'll let him introduce himself
1: hey uh, this is Will Sampson from England mm-hmm. Now, Will, um, do you perform alone or in a band? Um, it kind of changes. Um, most of the time, it's just me and one other friend. Um, and then when he can't make it, I'll just play solo. And, and what kind of music do you play? Um, I, I think that's always quite a hard question to answer. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess it's it's quite ambient and has a lot of sort of soundscapes in it um but then sort of hidden amongst all of that will be i guess a more straightforward sort of folky type song but i i think that's quite a bad description as well
0: Personally, um, when you grew into music, was it one when you are younger or did it come at a, a later age or...?
1: No, I, I've been sort of playing around with music since I was a kid. I um, actually first started playing drums, uh, which I did a lot up until the age of, I guess, 16, 17 and that's when I slowly started getting more into playing guitar and then I guess it was around that age as well that I got my first little four tracks so I was able to you know, start making some little home recordings um, and then then it just sort of grew from there I guess. <laughs>
0: Now, um, you've got to say, because um, you occasionally also come to Belgium to perform. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen it, uh, for example, this summer you're in Ghent.
1: Yeah, well, we actually just got back um, less than a week ago, actually. Um, On Monday, we got back from a few shows in... Well, there was one show in Brussels and then a few in Holland. Um, And then the next show... In about a week is in it's in belgium um i'm not sure if i can pronounce the name properly yeah 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 <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah it's uh, all not because belgium isn't a really big country so um it's not that far how, how do you like to uh, how do you like it how do you find the uh, the entertainment the the fans here in belgium
1: i love it i think it's um yeah it's my favorite place to play actually I mean you guys have these I think Belgium seems to be quite good with um sort of arts funding and cultural funding and things like that, so a lot of the time you guys have these incredible venues and um you know as a as a touring artist, you always seem to get treated very well by the promoters, <laughs> and you know everyone just seems to be really friendly whenever you turn up to play a show and. You know, you guys have the best coffee as well. <laughs> okay, so that's
0: one zero now for us. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, now, for you uh, personally, uh, what do you like most? Um, is it uh, this, yeah, the, the touring the gigs or writing the songs?
1: It depends, really. I think I've I've started to enjoy recording a lot more than I used to. Um,
0: Any specific reason to that, or?
1: just out of uh, curiosity? I'm not sure. I think, well, I think I've learned a lot more about recording anyway. So, you know, when I first started doing, um, like when I released my first sort of proper album a few years ago, like when I recorded that, I really had absolutely no idea what I was doing in terms of recording. Um, and that's, Sort of, I've obviously learned a bit more gradually over the years, so um, yeah, I'm able to experiment a little bit more when I record, and I think get some more interesting results. Whereas before, I think recording always felt like a means to an end, you know, just some way of documenting a song so other people can hear it. Whereas now, I think the recording process itself is a is sort of part of the the magic. Now, from all the places, because you
0: said you like Belgium the most, uh, what was your favorite gig up to now? What was the one where you said, okay, uh, the venue was great, the the audience was great, the organization was superb?
1: Um, It was actually, without a doubt, it was actually the most recent show we played in Belgium, which was...
0: In in Brussels. uh,
1: In Brussels, yeah, at um, Cirque Royale, which was about a week ago um and that was um I mean, easily the biggest show we played and the audience was really nice and um yeah all the everyone working there was great so it was just a a really lovely evening now from time to time um i also
0: ask the the pain in the ass questions uh it's to get to know the artist behind the music of course um, yeah. And one of those specific questions, and we've had some some amazing answers already, and and that's why I'm I'm going to keep it. Um, okay. What was your very first album ever bought?
1: <laughs> uh, um, it was um the Toy Story soundtrack. <laughs> 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 that was my I was. <laughs> I was absolutely obsessed <laughs> with that film when I was a kid. Um, I, I just watched it every day for months and months and months on end. And um, yeah, it's the the to- <laughs> the Toy Story soundtrack by Randy Newman. But yeah, it's it's a
0: nice it's a nice song, of course. And and uh, of course, who doesn't like the movie? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah,
1: I think I actually still have that CD somewhere,
0: <laughs> <laughs> somewhere hidden under a pile yeah. of dust somewhere yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> now
0: how, how many albums have you brought are out already up to now
1: um well I would say I've released two um like proper albums and then before that I released I think it's three um which were more just sort of very low-key home recording things which you know looking back on them now and listening to them now they <laughs> um they're very much demos you know compared to
0: compared to the bigger works so. uh Do, you do everything
1: in own funding or are you labeled uh um well up until the first three were very much just yeah me at home recording it and then sort of paying for it to be put on cds and then the last two um yeah they were sort of put out by a label and, and promoted by a label now for your person
0: um you know, the difference between own funding and labeling. Um, yeah, we are not going to discuss, of course, the details of your contract. <laughs> but um, what do you think, if you would have to choose one specific thing, what's the main difference between those two?
1: Um, well, between releasing music yourself yeah. and working with a label. Correct. Um, I mean, it, it really depends massively on on what label you're working with. Um you know, if a label you know, I've I've met sort of touring bands and other musicians who've worked with with labels that seem quite big from the outside but then, you know, maybe don't actually do a very good job at promoting it, which, you know, in that case it's actually better just to release it yourself. But I the label I'm working with now, um, karaoke Carp, this German label. Um I have a really really nice working relationship with the the guy that runs it and he does a good job at promoting it and um yeah so so i'm i'm really i'm i'm a lot happier working with a label like that than than i was putting out stuff by myself
0: Now, um, because yeah, you you do a lot of gigs in in Belgium. Um, I, I presume you get a lot of uh, positive reviews about your your concerts here, or?
1: Um, well, I I try not to read reviews. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I I hope so. And, and hope there's uh, some positive ones. Is it that something personally for
0: you uh, not to read the reviews, or you're just like I don't care, I just do my own thing, and uh, we'll see what what comes of that, or?
1: well um it's not that i don't care but i i don't think um i can't really think of anything that good that would come out of reading a review you know if it's sort of whatever whatever the review says you're going to carry on doing what you did before anyway so um yeah that's yeah, a unless there's some very sort of constructive criticism in the review, I don't think it's really, I don't think as a, as a performing musician, you'll really get that much from reading a live review. Now, um, on, on your
0: Facebook page, um, I, I saw an interesting article, um, and it was also written in Dutch by, uh, and yeah, a national newspaper here in Belgium called the Morgan. Um, yeah, and they were talking about that more and more artists love, uh, and they call it uh, guest room concerts. You know, just like yeah. uh, small concerts in in a room, with yeah. uh, full of packed <laughs> with people. Um, are those are those ones you you enjoy more too, or are those ones, you know, like more personal or? or...
1: Um. Well, they're definitely a lot more intimate they can actually be funnily enough even though it will be a much smaller crowd it can be a lot more nerve-wracking as well because it's such a a tight space you can really feel like you're like under a magnifying glass if that makes sense yeah (laughs) um so they i mean it really depends on um the space that you're playing in but i pretty much every house show I played has always been really fun and it's just nice to do something that's so um and and, you and know, do, you, do you think it's it's
0: um because you know they're talking about it's becoming a huge success in in the artist world uh, do you have that sentiment too that um you know for example uh let's say 10 years ago everyone was asked to perform in the great halls and 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 great festivals and then nowadays for example you get more demands for those house room concerts than uh the living room concerts do you think there's a change
1: in in the music business on that area um i guess so yeah um even even compared to to a few years ago it does seem like um house shows are becoming a lot more of a common thing. Um, I think it's good. It's good not to play too many of them because then the, the whole magic of playing such a small intimate room, I guess, can yeah can burn out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think I can see it. I can see it continuing to grow. But um, yeah, we'll have to
0: organize that one one time too, so we can check what, what it feels like. Let's see it like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah
0: because you're uh yeah you are quite a lot in in belgium so um then then we can uh yeah arrange sometime and you can see us in person too yeah. <laughs> the guys yeah. behind the the mask <laughs> yeah now yeah we get a lot of uh, fans of course uh positive feedbacks from fans things like that um and i was wondering because you know when there comes fans, you also get groupies and, and yeah. Um, I was just wondering what was the craziest thing a fan ever did on one of your contests?
1: Um, <laughs> nothing too crazy, really. Um, nothing too crazy? Uh, no. Um, I, someone I
0: certainly... dropped on her knees and asked
1: you to, to marry her? or <laughs> No, not yet. Um, Hoping for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no I, I, I really don't think um, there. There's been nothing that's shocked or surprised. Well, there's been things that surprised me, but um, nothing that has shocked me. Nothing that uh, stood out or not particularly. No, I'm, I'm afraid I don't really have uh, many good stories about that.
0: Nowadays, with, with uh, the the music industry, uh, you get a lot of of uh, yeah media reviews that um, artists lose a lot of money with you know illegal downloads and and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for you personally, do do yeah do do you experience any disadvantage on that? Or for example, do you love to uh, just put it out on on, on LP or vinyl or um, cassette or
1: um, like the the latest album is is released on vinyl and CD, and I mean I think I think it's really nice that people actually have this physical thing, you know. Especially, um, I wouldn't say I'm um, very strongly opinionated about the whole downloading issue, but um, the one thing that sort of, I guess, gets me down a little bit is, you know, when a a musician has spent maybe a year or even two years, you know, putting so much effort and energy into crafting this this album, and then you know, someone can just download it in five seconds on uh, low quality MP3s and listen to it through a laptop. I think um i think that's a bit sad um and you know it's nice to actually you know own own something and have it in your hands rather than just a a file on a computer
0: yeah i i can i can imagine i can relate to, to it too so um you know apart from pro daybreak I also work for a radio station and uh yeah it's always nice to have yeah, something concrete, something uh, materialized. Um, yeah. I'm also a fan of of uh, vinyl and LPs, of course. So so, um, I've got my 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 recorder here. So uh, yeah, it's cool. it's still different, you know, when there's a layer of dust on it, and you're like yeah. discovering it for the, the very first time. So I, yeah, I like a I lot think... of uh of of yeah those little markets where they sell all their stuff. People I think yeah. Let's let's sell it. I'm like, okay, oh, that's a nice record. That's a nice record. So I'll I'll try to gather all those. Uh...
1: Yeah. Well, um, I think, because yeah, vinyls especially more so than CDs because they're quite. You have to be quite careful with them. They're quite fragile, precious things that. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you know, I really like. I think it. It's really um it's really fitting that you have to take care of vinyls and um yeah show the the appreciation
0: to the music to the artist (laughs) yeah even if it's with a duster
1: yeah (laughs) and like i know like going back to you know when people have spent a very long time and like really poured their heart out into this into recording an album and then you know someone just downloads it in five seconds i think I know I, I have friends that, you know, have downloaded downloaded an album like that you know skim through the first five songs, decided they don't like it and then just delete it, which I yeah. think is, I think that's quite sad as well. Where you know, if you had the vinyl, I think you would, you'd sit down and
0: yeah. You would, um, you would keep it. And if you eventually just say, okay, it's not my thing, uh, then someone else can enjoy. Yeah, I of, think and you, you delete it on your computer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it, you just give it give it the time it deserves, really.
0: Now, where did your passion
1: for music come from? I don't know really. It just seemed to slowly appear. But you, um, you you've travelled quite a lot, so um,
0: you know, uh, do you get your inspiration from your travelling, or or do you get your inspiration from your personal life, or um, stories you see on the road,
1: or? Um, I guess it would, it'd be all of that really. I think yeah, everything, everything definitely. Um, becomes an inspiration whether it's sort of a conscious thing or subconscious you know it's it's all in there anyway um, now I guess some some influences are a bit more obvious than others <laughs> yeah it depends on on
0: the lyrics of course <laughs> yeah. now for you personally who's your your biggest idol um, someone you're looking up to someone from the artists from now or before. Um just say, okay, that was a really great artist. I hope one day I'll get to the same level or i I'd I like to play together with the artist.
1: Um oh, it's, it's funny you mention that because um one of my sort of all time favorite bands, uh this Canadian band called Do Make Say Think. Who we, we we're actually playing with in a, in about a week um which had been yeah a dream um, come true or <laughs> yeah a, a teenage dream come true yeah
0: and and um, for the future anything you'd like to realize anything you'd like, like to achieve uh, for you personally to put on your bucket list for example
1: no 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 specific goals really i mean i'd i'd like to just continue touring and, you know, it's always nice to gradually start playing a few more shows and things like that. I mean, there's, there's friends and, and musicians that I really like who, you know, I would love to do a tour with, for example.
0: So perhaps in the near future we'll see you touring uh because we, we we occasionally will see you here in Belgium, so uh we'll have to uh check because yeah the, the are the concerts are the concerts uh I don't know uh open tickets in advance or because I saw a concert uh next week or the week after I think no, next week for uh Kortrek, for example. Um, but I think it's too late to still be able to visit
1: now? Oh, <laughs> um I'm not sure actually. It's probably best just to check on the website. Ah, okay. But uh we'll
0: will try to be there uh, in Ghent. I'll oh, cool. I'll uh I'll check with uh with Sergey so uh, we can at least see you uh, at work, of course. <laughs> okay. Now for the listeners, where can we follow you? the uh, you know, the website, uh, Facebook page, uh iTunes,
1: SoundCloud. Uh... Um I guess all the all the usual places, really. Um, I don't everything except Twitter, I guess. Um, so you just yeah. uh,
0: search for Will Sampson, and we'll find you everywhere.
1: I well, I'd say just SoundCloud and and Facebook are the obvious places to go.
0: Okay. Now, thanks for having this interview. Um, because yeah, you, you put it, of course faith in in a project that's just starting, and uh, we always want, appreciate the, the the welcome we get by the artists. So uh, it's really nice it's for
1: for us oh, too, of pleasure. course.
0: And of course for for uh, Sergey, our our promoter guy, uh, because he's doing all the work uh, to search the artists, and uh, okay. so I'm I'm the one doing the interviews, editing them, and uh, he's the one behind the scenes, but. Uh, yeah you had some contacts with him already i presume yeah now thanks and and of course for today and and every next day have a nice enjoy and 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 enjoy the music of course Ah, thank you bye bye bye